Social Impact CX, the podcast that helps you drive mission and make a difference with customer experience. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Social Impact CX, the podcast. I'm John Corrigan, and I'll be your guide to how you can drive mission and achieve social impact with customer experience work. This is episode six of Social Impact CX, and again, thanks for listening. Today, I'm very thankful for the leadership of Valerie Leonard, who not only hosts the fantastic podcast called Nonprofit You that you can find on Blog Talk Radio, but also is creating a new community for emerging nonprofit leaders. And that new initiative is going to be called Nonprofit Utopia. Uh, if you Google Nonprofit Utopia, you can find more information there. We'll also provide a link. And uh, more, more news to come as we get closer to June 2018, when uh, Valerie will be launching Nonprofit Utopia from Chicago. Valerie is an expert in community and organizational development, and she invited me on her uh, podcast, Nonprofit You, recently, and we had a great conversation about customer experience and social impact and uh, my, my journey with the startup called Journey Map, and that's J-O-U-R-N-I-M-A-P, if you're interested in, in, in checking out more about Journey Map. So here is the second installment um, from our conversation that we had when I went on Nonprofit You and Valerie and I had a great discussion. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. And once again, thanks again for listening to Social Impact CX. I um, am wondering, you know, there are some people who are very, I guess, jaded, so to speak. They'll say, isn't customer experience work really just about getting people to spend more money? Or is it something different or bigger than that? So, you know, uh, customer experience as a discipline, I think it's fair to say, has come from the for-profit sector. Um, and for-profit companies have missions many times, more often than not. I think what's so mm-hmm. interesting is to, uh, you know, it's kind of rules for revolutionaries here. Um, after the investment and uh, the time and effort put into developing these capabilities to know and understand the customer better. For the for-profit seg- segment, whether you're in education, healthcare, social services, whatever that is, um, uh, to take some of those same practices and to say, is there a way that we could do what we're doing better um, uh, by using these, I think is a really interesting exercise. And I think it can produce some valuable results. What has to be mm-hmm. clearly laid out on the table though is that um, these results are not necessarily all about making more money or being more efficient. You know, a lot of of nonprofit organizations are self-sustaining from a revenue perspective, or if they're not self-sustaining, um, they're, uh, the grant-making organizations, there's a continuous dialogue about how dollars are being spent. There is a way to use this work um, to help focus on the efficiency of your organization and how you're using resources best to, to get through to the people that are most important to you. Um, mm-hmm. But but actually, there's a big step beyond that. And uh, I think the step beyond that is, you know, most go- going concerns in the nonprofit sector are there because they're doing something extremely valuable for a group of people. Um, how can you do more for the group of people that you're serving today 
or how can you do more for people that you're not quite reaching or getting through to today, or, or how can you do both? And that comes right back to these concepts that the for-profit world developed to better know customers, to, to drive loyalty, and to, and to provide better experiences. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I think that there's an opportunity there to use those same principles um, to better achieve mission and advance um, uh, the contributions uh, and capabilities of, of the nonprofit organization. So if you're a nonprofit leader or manager, why would we consider someone in need a customer as opposed to a client? You know, I think my experience from the from the for-profit sector, um, it, when I joined a major nonprofit organization, it was simply an extrapolation of the same concepts I had always worked with in my entire career. And that, that may not be the same for everybody, I understand. But, you know, who are we trying to serve? Who are we trying to make happier? Uh, if we make mm-hmm. somebody's day better, uh, somebody's overall experience better, if we, uh, if we get them through to a service or a product or whatever it is, um, that goes above and beyond what they were expecting, you know, there's a good chance that, that they're going to do something. Um, uh, they'll be able to do something better for themselves, and then hopefully they'll come back to us uh, and we'll be able to help them or engage with them more in the future. Um, mm-hmm. it, the more the more you know, the more you can help. And the way right. – this conversation we had about brand is extremely relevant there as well too, because you know not everybody has uh, loves doing certain things in in healthcare or in education or, or whatever it is. There's a lot of different fields that have a challenging component of what their core function is. But if you treat people fairly, if you provide them with an honest experience and something that they find valuable to themselves, you end up with positive emotions, and so. Coming mm-hmm. right back to what we were talking about with a brand, uh, the the more you invest in the understanding the experiences of the people you're trying to serve, uh, the more you know about um, uh, the the brand experience you're providing, and the better chance you can have to uh, to provide a, a good experience that carries positive emotions that will become positive associations with your brand, and that's all good stuff. Um, that that's a you know that. In the for-profit world, that comes back to that's how you create better shareholder value uh, through all that enables mm-hmm. all sorts of different business activities. In the nonprofit sector, that enables your organization to have better reach, um, uh, to uh, have better effectiveness with whoever it is that, that needs help the most. Um, uh, you know, th- there's all sorts of benefits from understanding whoever it is you're trying to serve and helping them more. And so. That I think that is at the core of uh, you know you have to start with the customer, and I know that word customer it can be foreign to a nonprofit, but you know we, we swap out customer for whomever it is that's most important. That uh, you know when you come in every day and you and you're trying to uh, get something to somebody to provide them a better experience, um, you know who is that, and and that's who you put in place of the word customer, and and that's at the core of, of the concept here. Okay, great. And I don't know if you had a chance to look at the slide deck that we have playing in the background as we speak. Um, There were three slides, and these are examples, and I I just want to stress that these are samples 
um, of, of what I've been able to pull from your blog. I mean, you literally have hundreds of slides in your slide deck. Um, but the two that kind of jumped out at me were one with the CX process, and then there was another one that talked about the employee experience process. Um, I don't know if you have access to them, but if you could just speak to them, you know, very briefly, and then our listeners, you can download those at your leisure. If you want to learn more about them, you can call in and ask questions, or most importantly, you can go to the blog, and we've included a link in the uh, section, the comment section below the chat room, so you can go and look at those slide decks. So um, with with that said, I'm just sure. wondering if you can, you know, briefly describe the CX process. And we're talking about customer experience when we say CX. Sure. Um, so these are kind of representative samples of uh, the types of of deliverables or work guides that you would find. Um, uh, a lot of different places. There's been a lot of work done in the field of customer experience in the past decade. And this whole subject of mapping the customer's journey, getting to know the customer uh, better so that you have empathy for them. Uh, empathy is, is a core concept here. Um, what's it like in the shoes of whomever it is you're trying to help? Um, that that is That's one of the most important concepts that all of this work hopefully gets you to. Because at the end of the day, whatever you think your experience is uh, from your view in the office or, or wherever you are, um, at the end of the day, what counts, what really counts is what, what's actually, what does it feel like to be in the shoes of the, the person you're trying to help? And so, um, mm -hmm. so the reason why you go out and map the customer's journey, and there are phases to that work. And I got to tell you, at the, at the core here, anybody who is starting out in customer experience work, it it done properly, it always starts with research. Um, uh, mm -hmm. And so nothing replaces the insights you get directly from your, uh, directly from the mouths of, of whomever it is you're trying to work with. So if that is patients or beneficiaries or, or clients or uh, whatever you call them, um, the, the input you have from very well-meaning um colleagues who have been out in the field with them or experts who can tell you what's going on with, with that group of people or somebody who observed uh, a certain group of people just recently, um, those are all nice things to have. At the end of the day, nothing replaces direct input from the actual people you're trying to serve. And so, um, mm -hmm. um, so that, that research that gets you to empathy in customer experience, a lot of that research comes from a field called ethnography, and that's a big word, and nobody needs mm -hmm. to really be an ethnography expert <laughs> here. But um, ethnography is uh, the way I explain it as a layperson. Um, is, it's the type of research you do when you sit across somebody's uh, kitchen table from them and ask them about mm -hmm. what their experience was. Uh, how did it feel like? Uh, what did they like? What did they not like? What was most challenging? Uh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Um, the, at the core, it, that's the type of research that you're doing here. And so these findings you get from that type of research, which really allows you to understand from the, um, from the person's perspective what's going on, it allows you to begin to get a different lens or a different view 
um, what it is that you're doing. What's your offering? And so mm-hmm. uh, how does somebody come to their understanding of that? And so you begin to get these multiple, you can map those those inputs back to different phases of a journey. And so customer journey mapping is uh, is a discipline that is coming forward um, that's really pretty understand, pretty important to understand um, how your your stakeholder or your beneficiary, whomever that is, how they're experiencing the process from their perspective, because that's where you begin to find what's going well and what's not going well. And uh, if you hire expensive consultants, they may very well tell you um, one of the first things you want to do is find out what you're doing to bug people and then stop doing it. Um, And so uh, that's actually a fairly common sense approach to uh, the cost a lot of money, depending upon whom you ask to to help you get to that finding. Uh, but actually, it's kind of it's a hard thing sometimes for organizations. I think especially in nonprofits where everyone is well intentioned and everyone is doing what they're doing, whether it's because it's new and insight driven or it's because it's just the way we've always done it, or whether it's because there's some parameter being shaped by another organization, uh, like a mm-hmm. school or um, or a healthcare institution or whatever uh, that. The more you understand, though, where the hard part is for your customer or whoever you're trying to help, the, the more you can help. And in the world of for-profit companies, many times, you know, where where you can tackle what's difficult, that's where you can overcome objections as to whether or not somebody actually becomes a customer or, or if they're a customer, you know, whether they'll ever come back. Um, mm-hmm. what's fascinating too, though, is that where you, where you see a customer's journey, something that they enjoyed, perhaps you actually brought some, um, uh, delight to them or, uh, you know, that they, they, you've provided an experience that they want to do again. Then the for-profit world, many times those points in a customer's journey are used to begin to sell you more stuff, uh, just like you had referenced earlier. Isn't this really about selling more stuff? Well, where people are happy, that's where you introduce uh, upgrades or new products or complimentary offerings or whatever. In the nonprofit world, where you find you actually have made a connection with somebody and you've gotten through and they're enjoying something you're providing, uh, you know, how, what could you be doing to enhance the experience that's directly tied to your mission mm-hmm. Enhance how much you're helping somebody. Um, uh, get them to a point where they understand perhaps a broader view of, of what the solution is and, and what they might be able to benefit uh, by from, from engaging in it again. Uh, how, they, how, how they could introduce this to other people by spreading the word. Um, so there's a lot of powerful opportunities there once you begin to understand this customer's journey. And that's what these slides are about. It's really understanding if you start from a research-based perspective, which is absolutely critical, I touch on that in my book as well too, um, and then mm-hmm. if you understand how to lay out the kind of the phases that a customer goes through or anybody goes through, it can be whatever person you're trying to help there, and then, you know, always keeping in mind then what is the strategic intent of, of your team, mm-hmm. of your organization. Um, and how do those things combine? It allows you to kind of level up and uh, take a look at, you know, what is the opportunity to maybe do something better where we could get through to more people 
we could provide an even better experience. We could help more. And so I know that's a theme that keeps coming back, but that's really, mm-hmm. uh, that's really what this is all about. 